Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I'm bringing you today's word for March 15th, 2021. I'm excited about it. I'm teaching a series entitled Progress on Purpose. I believe that God has declared some things over this year. I believe God has decreed some things over 2021. I believe heaven has announced it, that heaven has declared new levels, that we can level up in every area, in every facet, in every aspect of our lives. God has decreed it. God has declared it. God has announced it. God has predestined it. Now it's on us to receive what God has already provided. And so if we don't receive what God has already provided and we don't do it by faith, we can miss out on God's best. And I, I know that if you're watching this video, you probably want everything that God planned for you, just like I do. We want to get uh, to the point where we arrive at God's overall expected end for our lives, that we get out of us everything that God deposited in us while we're in the land of the living. We want I want to die empty. I trust that you do as well. But if we want to get to that point, we have to be intentional. If you want progress in 2021, you are going to have to pursue that progress on purpose. <music> So that said, understanding that we have to pursue progress on purpose, I told you that to lay the foundation for 2021, and I'm still kind of laying this foundation, this is the first series of the year, that I was going to cover uh, leveling up in five areas. Number one, spiritually. Number two, financially. Number three, physically. Uh, we've already covered those. Number four, internally. So what's happening on the inside? Sometimes people can't see, like you look great on the outside, but on the inside, things are going crazy. So as a believer on the inside, what you want to be is you want to be at rest. You want to be resting in the promises of God. That's kind of what, where I'm at right now internally. And then number five, externally, we're going to deal with, with your relationships. So, but from an internal perspective, I told you I would cover five things. Uh, and I'm on the last one today. So number one was being anxious for nothing. Like you get to the point where I'm not stressed out. I live in a stress-free environment. <laughs> number two, receiving unshakable peace. I love it. Number three, joy and peace and believing. I have the joy, the excitement that comes from joy. I have the stability that comes from peace and I have both every day. Number four, relaxing your mind, getting physical, psychological rest. That's important too. And then number five, the highest form of faith. The highest form of faith is rest. I've been teaching on this for a little bit. I'm going to deal with it again today, and I'm not going to finish it. I'm going to deal with it again tomorrow. So the highest form of faith is rest. So this morning, I was like, okay, Lord, how do you want me to introduce this? Because I've done a, a, a lot of teaching on faith for years, and, and I've done uh, teaching on like levels of faith or forms of faith. But for me to tell you, hey, the highest form of faith is rest, then I got to give you some context. And I, didn't, I was debating this because if I start teaching on like the levels of faith or the forms of faith, that's a whole teaching in and of itself. So I do this teaching called the levels of faith, right? Or forms of faith. And um, for this morning, I'm just going to give you a quick overview because I don't like if I if I start down that road, we, we will be here for a while. And I've taught on this before. Uh, go to today's word or just go to youtube.com forward slash Rick Pina and type in search for uh, levels of faith and you'll see it. Lots of teaching on this. All right. So let me give you a recap on the levels of faith. So I'm going to cover four levels of faith or four forms of faith before we get to rest. All right, so here's the recap. Here we go. Number one for the recap is the first like form or level of faith, like the lowest level is faith in the works, say works. 
Faith in the works. Now what you see, like what you see, faith in the works. I consider this the lowest form of faith. When I do this teaching, I, I, I deal with uh, Thomas, like, you know, the, we call him doubting Thomas because of this, where a couple of the disciples, they saw Jesus after the resurrection and uh, they came back and told the other guys, hey, we saw Jesus. He's alive. And Thomas said, although Thomas had been with Jesus for three and a half years, Thomas was there, right? When, when Jesus walked on water, Thomas was there. When he said, Lazarus, come forth. And Lazarus popped up like a mummy, right? Lazarus was there. And Lazarus still said, no, nah, I don't believe it. Matter of fact, I'm not going to believe it. I, I refuse to believe unless, you know, I touch. If For me to believe, I'm going to have to put my hand in the hole in his hand. And I'm going to put my, my hand in the, in the hole in his side. Unless I do that, I will not believe. <laughs> a few days later, G the disciples were in the room. The door was closed. Jesus walked through the wall like the matrix. Vroom. Jesus bad. Jesus walks through the wall. And he's like, Vroom. peace be unto you. And they were like, oh, snap, look at Jesus. And then Jesus is like, all right, Thomas, come here for a minute. Uh, since you said you wouldn't believe, put your hand right here. And he touched the hole in his hand. Put your hand right here. He touched the hole in his side. And then Thomas was like, okay, Lord, I believe. And Jesus said, yeah, you believe because you see. But more blessed are those that believe without seeing. The, the lowest form of faith or the, the most basic form of faith is faith in the works. Like people that will only believe until uh, when they see it. Like they don't, I don't believe in healing until they see somebody get healed. They go, oh, snap. Now I believe it. Why? Because they saw it. So yeah, is that faith? Yeah, that's faith. But that's like the most basic form of faith. Faith in the works faith in what you see. You got it? All right. Number two, next level up, I would say is faith in the word or what you read, faith in the word or what you read. And most people, I would venture to say that when most people think of faith, they're thinking of this, like I'm standing on Isaiah 1 and 17. I'm standing on Philippians 4 and 13. I'm standing on Philippians 4 and 19. This is what I, I'm standing. You know, I'm standing on a word. I, I, I have a, a promise from God from the 66 books of the Bible, and I'm going to take it and I'm going to stand on it and I'm going to believe it. So that's faith in the word, faith in what you read. And that is faith without question. That's faith. And most people see faith as that. And I'm okay with that. You read a word, you read a scripture, the Holy Spirit confirms it in your heart. You believe and receive it. You exercise faith to experience it. And that's it. Like, I'm not going to be moved until I see this scripture come to pass in my life. Right? That's cool. That's faith in the word. And that's a type of faith. And we all should live by that type of faith. All right? But here, number three, next one up is faith in a rhema word or, or, or what you hear. So faith in the, in the word is what you read. A faith in a rhema word is what you hear. The word rhema, that's, it's a Greek word. It means utterance. Basically, a rhema is like when God speaks to you. You get a word from God. God speaks to you through the Holy Spirit. And I've told you this before. He can speak to you. He can give you dreams while you're sleeping, open visions while you're awake. He can speak to you prophetically through other people, speak to you directly through the Holy Spirit, speak to you while you're praying. God has a myriad of ways of speaking to you, so, but God speaks to you. So when you got a word from God and you believe it, that's a rhema word. Now you're believing what, God, what you heard, what God said. Now that's not in the Bible. It's not the 66 books of the Bible, but you believe it. And so now you're believing what God is saying to you. And to me, that's even a higher level because reading the word of God, I'm reading past tense what God said. But when God speaks to me, I'm hearing what he is saying. And so I like to say that even when I read the written word, I read what God said with the intent of hearing what he's saying. So you should always be ready to receive, like maybe even have a pen and paper or notepad or something 
but you hear, you're reading what he said, past tense, because you want to hear what he is saying, present tense. You want to live by what God is saying, not by what he said. And so, so that's how Jesus lived. Jesus said, I only say those things I hear my father say. I only do those things I see my father do. The son can do nothing without the father. That's how we're supposed to live. We're supposed to live so connected to God that we're hearing what he's saying, not just reading what he said. And we're living off of that. And we have faith. And when God speaks something to you, let's say, for example, look at me. Let's say that God spoke to you concerning your business or your career or your marriage or your children or your finances or your body, whatever God spoke to you. Now for you, that word that God spoke is no less the word of God than what's in the 66 books of the Bible. Let's be clear about that. God spoke to you. You believed and received it. Then that's it. You can live by faith in that word. And that's as real to you as the 66 books of the Bible. As a matter of fact, most of the people that, that stood on a word or on a promise from God from the Old Testament, that's what they had. They didn't have, they were not standing on like scriptures like Leviticus or no, they were standing on something that God said. Abraham believed for 25 years. Why? Because God said that was Ramah, right? Joseph believed for over 20, 20 years in the dream. Why? Because God said that was Ramah. David believed. Why? That was a prophetic word that came through the prophet. That was Ramah, right? So all of these things, Old Testament, I think people think that they were standing on like a written word. No, they were standing on Ramah. God spoke to them and they believed it. You got it? Okay. Next level up. Number four is faith in God himself, like whom you believe. Like you got to get to the point where Jesus said, have faith in God. You got to get to the point where I have faith in God. Like I have faith in God. Now I have faith in the person of God. And when you get to this point, this is great because now like, you know, the first three is like faith in what I see, faith in what I read, faith in what I heard. But this one is like faith in whom I believe. And that's a different kind of faith because when I, when I have faith in the person of God, like I know God, I believe God, I have a relationship with God. I've seen too much. I've been through too much. I believe God. When you get to that point where you believe God, then watch this. Even when you haven't heard anything yet. Even when you haven't read a scripture yet, even when God hasn't spoken yet, even when you haven't seen anything yet, you're still good. You know why? Because I believe God. Like, like you know, something happens, you go and, and, and the doctor gives you a bad report or you get something negative or, or like, you know, or whatever. You're not moved. You re you're reading this letter and in your heart, you're realizing, man, 10 years ago, this would have destroyed me. I'm reading this report. And 10 years ago, I would have lost it. Like I would be stressing out. I would be freaking out right now. Well, why are you not freaking out? Because I have faith in God, right? Like, you know why I'm not freaking out? Because I've been through too much. I've seen too much. Like, I have faith in God. I know the person of God. I, I have a relationship. I know, Paul said, in whom I have believed. I believe God. Now, God hasn't spoken yet, but I believe God. God hasn't told me what he's going to do yet, but I believe God. I don't know how it's going to turn out, but I know it's going to be good. Why? Because I believe God. I'm not stressed out. I'm entering. Listen, even the, here, I'm, I'm talking about rest today, but I have like a, a a semblance of rest. Why? Because I believe God. I just believe I have faith in God in the person of God. So there are levels of faith. All right. So what does this mean for you today? Now I'm talking about the highest form of faith. All of that was great. Now I'm talking about entering into God's rest. I'll try to cover three things real quick if I can get through them. All right, here we go. So what does this mean for you today? Three things real quick. Number one, resting in God is important because not resting can delay your manifestation. So I've told you this before, but it's worth repeating. How you wait can impact how long you wait. 
So the devil can't stop God, but what he can do is attempt to get you to delay your blessing as much as possible. So the devil can't deny it because God said it. And if God declared it, the devil can't deny it. But if the devil can get you stressed out, uh, then the devil can delay it. And so he will be happy in the, in the delay, if, even if he can't give you the deny. So uh, this is why God wants you to rest. God wants you to enter into God's rest so that you don't slow the process down, so that you're not the blessing blocker, right? So you enter into God's rest. You know that it's already done. You believe and receive what God said. You have it in your heart. You know it's only a matter of time before you see it in your hands. So at that point, you can enter into God's rest. You're not freaking out about it. You're not stressed out about it. It's only a matter of time. You know that it's already been decided. You know that it's already been determined and you're like you know what i'm going to enter into god's rest because i believe god i believe that this is already done and i'm not going to slow it down with fear doubt or unbelief number two i've told you this before last week i got to repeat it you got to work on not working now it's it's hard not to want to do something right so resting in a promise from god is counterintuitive to human activity look at me it's counterintuitive as a human you feel like you got to do something like i mean like you know Someone lied to us and said, <laughs> you know what they told us? They said, God helps those who help themselves. Like that scripture or something. That's not in the Bible. You know what? God helps those who learn how to rest. So, so you, somebody told us, well, God helps those who help themselves. So you got to go help yourself. You got to go make it happen. And then they take on the pressure to perform. You don't have to work for it. You don't have to perform for it. You don't, you don't have to work on earning it or deserve it. You don't have to, watch this, you don't have to produce God's will. You don't. And this is hard unless God tells you to go do something. Now, if God tells you go, yeah, then fill out the resume, make the phone call. You know, there's some things faith without works is dead. But the, the, the thing is like, I'm only supposed to go if I'm being led to go. When God tells you to rest, then I, he's like, I want you to rest so I can work. But if you start working, then I'll start resting. This is not easy. Because as a human, we're like programmed for activity. Like we, we like human activity is like normal to humanity. It's almost like, you know, like in this world, we said, well, you got to be a go-getter. And if you want it, you got to go get it. You know, go-getters, we go out there and we go get it. Let's go, let's go. Like the young people say, let's go make this paper. You know, I'm going to get up here. We're going to go get it. But under that spotlight, the emphasis is on you. It's like you trying to make it happen. You trying to go get it. And you got to remember that your life has to be about God. The spotlight needs to be on God. So in Christ, you got to learn how to not just do something because you could do something. You don't do something just because you can. Paul said, just because I can do something doesn't mean that I should. All things are permissible, but not everything is expedient. Just because I can do something doesn't mean I should do it. No. So I need to learn how to rest and, and just do those things that I'm led to do. And when you get to this point where you're resting and I'm only doing the things that I'm led to do and I'm not going to do the things that I'm not led to do, it's a different way to live because you're not, you're not relying on you, your power, your ability, your strength or human performance, or you're not trying to make everything happen. You're learning how to rest. Number three, uh, last point for today, because I have a lot more to teach on this. So last point for today is, resting is not doing nothing. Let me, let me explain that. Resting is doing something. <laughs> it's not doing nothing. So when you, when you rest, when you're actively resting in the promises of God, then you're resting. It's not about inactivity. You actually believe in God in the process. Like you're meditating, you're medicating on God's word. You're reminding yourself of, of what God said. You're entering into God's rest. You're working on trusting God. You're working on resting in his promises. You're, you're working on receiving everything by, by grace through faith. You know that you're not working 
for grace. You're working by grace. And so you're just going to do whatever the Lord leads you to do. And when you're not led to do something, then you're learning how to not be stressed out about it. And when you live this way, watch this. Let me just say this as I close. You actually wind up working harder than you've ever worked. You actually wind up doing more than you've ever done. But then your body doesn't break down. You're not stressed out. You're able to get good sleep. You know why? Because you're not the one doing it. In John 14, Jesus said, it's the father who lives in me. He gives me the words. He performs the work. In 1 Corinthians 15, Paul said, listen, I am who I am by the grace of God. Now, I did work harder than all the other apostles, but then again, it wasn't even me. It was the grace of God in me. And so, yeah, I'm working hard, but I'm resting while I'm working. I'm working while I'm resting. It's a different kind of work because I'm working by the grace of God. I'm not stressed out. I know it's already done. I'm not freaking out about it. I'm not moved by, I'm not moved by what I see. I'm only moved by what God said. This is the way we're supposed to live. The highest form of faith is rest. I'm going to talk about this again tomorrow. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice and say this. Say, Father, I thank you for teaching me to walk and live by faith. I don't live by bread only. I live by every word that you speak to me. And when you speak, I believe and receive what you have declared over my life. I believe it with my whole heart. I accept it, Father, as your reality in heaven, in eternity. It's already done. In the earth, for me, It's only a matter of time. Therefore, I enter into your rest and I'm not moved by what I see. I say what you said until I see what you said (laughs) and I refuse to allow what I see to cause me to change what I say or what I believe. Father, I enter into your rest. Living this way, I level up my life in 2021, and I know that greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word, so please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org. If you want my notes, right, go to todaysword.org, click on the subscribe button, put in your email address. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Listen, what I covered today about like the quick recap I did on the levels of faith and trying to get to rest and all of that, that's really important. I mean, this is, this is very important stuff. We're called and commanded to walk and live by faith. So you got to get this down in your heart. Maybe you need to listen to this again or go to the website and look for the messages on the levels of faith. Get that down in your heart. They're levels of faith and we're called to live by faith. And so live by faith and then get to the point where you can enter into God's rest. Do me a favor, two things. Leave me some comments in the chat. Uh, if this message has been a blessing to you, I go back and read every comment. And then number two, share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline and with your friends. I love you. God loves you more. Let's have an amazing week. We are the just and the just shall live by faith. God bless you. I'll see you tomorrow morning.